It's the Just For Gamers podcast. Featuring new music and new news. We have talk of Benoit Asuakoto, a trip to Card Town, a Babby-related top five, a Skyrim quiz, a cuddly toy, and talk of time crisis. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. This is episode 48. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever and somewhat surprisingly by my good friend Ash. Hey buddy, how you doing and congratulations. My thank you buddy. You know, it's been pretty hard these past few days. Uh, I'm a bit tired, I'm not going to lie. I could be asleep right now, but you know, dedication to the cause buddy. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, you, you can take a sort of step back now and think to yourself, I, I have successfully created another human. Yeah. This is good work on my part. Team And uh, I'm glad everything <laughs> went, was cool, buddy. That's really good. Yeah, luckily everything went nice and smoothly, in and out within 24 hours. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Phrasing. Know, right. <laughs> no, it was, it was a new record for us. It was a That's proud good moment. Stuff. Yeah. I was well prepared. Um, yeah. Like this baby's pretty good. It sleeps and doesn't cry. So so, wow, so far okay. I'm, I'm happy. I mean obviously I'm getting woken up every like 2 to 3 hours cuz it needs feeding. I mean baby 101. It's yeah. what happens with babies, I guess. And generally people. I mean I wouldn't be happy if I didn't eat, would you? Not especially. No, I mean I do far too much of it if anything. But <laughs> that will happen. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, baby stuff, whatever, who cares about that? So, have you had the chance to do anything other than just be sort of vaguely on baby duty since we last spoke? Well, the whole plan of having the baby is so I get two weeks off and lie around and just play some single-player games. Because obviously, can't play multiplayer games with a headset on because that involves, like, talking and shouting. But, you know, especially with the... uh, with the PS4 controller now, being able to plug your headphones straight into it, best thing ever, by the way. It's nice. You just yeah. plug them in, put them on, away you go. I mean, if the baby wakes up, you feed it for like five minutes and then you let it fall asleep on your chest and he's still playing games. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. So, Gibbons, buddy. We've got a uh, we've got a Babby-related top five coming at you this week as well. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> so you can share your wisdom and we can see if we can find you some new things to try out as well. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, like that that's pretty much what I've been doing, tending to babies. Uh, <laughs> what about you, buddy? Um, you had some sort of uh, birthday shenanigans, I'm guessing. I sure did, yeah. We recorded um, episode 47 uh, a day early, didn't we? Because I was heading off down to some sort of quaint B&B. Um, and that was great. Went down there, had a really good time. Uh, went to a really posh restaurant for dinner, which was really weird. Because the the thing that was really strange was that the all of the staff there, like the waiters and everything, were really like super posh. 
like they were like all uniformed up and um all sort of sir, sir and madam and all of that stuff but the as posh as the place was it wasn't that next tier up of posh where it, it everyone gets sort of dressed up and because it was a hotel everyone who was staying there was dining in the restaurant and they yeah. were all just like rich old people who didn't give a fuck nice. so we were dressed quite nicely and they were all wearing like fucking stuff i wouldn't even wear around the house <laughs> and it was just it was just really odd nice it was just a really strange thing but it was really good i had like um like salmon and then i, I can't remember what ellen had as a her maid it was something mental some like more hen or something like that i don't know it was just like crazy sort of posh food but um it was really good um we actually turned out there a little bit drunk because we'd been sort of waddling around we were planning on walking around town all day and it was just like really cold so like every time we went past a pub we were like oh we should probably stop in and uh (laughs) before we knew it we'd had like four pints and we're going to a posh restaurant for dinner so how you should go to posh places but just yeah just a bit pissed (laughs) <laughs> but it was good. Uh, woke up there on my birthday and went to see Deadpool, which was class. Nice. Fucking proper funny film and really enjoyed that. Uh, my trip to TGI's was curtailed somewhat by some fairly poorly parents. So what? we had to, uh, yeah. So the TGI has not happened yet, buddy, but it's been postponed and will be happening in the coming weeks. You're damn straight, buddy. Can't be dealing with that. Not cool. Shit, no. Got to get down there. But uh, substituted it for a quick meal at Frankie and Benny's near my house, which was shit. Nice. Uh, That's tradition. So good stuff there. Fuck you, Frankie and Benny's on my birthday. Uh, And then, yeah, what else have I done? I went into London Town yesterday to a gig. I went to the Kentish Town Forum to see Boy and Bear, who are a really, really good Australian folk band that I like. And, uh, yeah, that's that's me, basically, buddy. I've been kind of gallivanting a fair old bit. Kind of burnt through all my money, and now it's time to just <laughs> sit in my house for a few weeks and consolidate things. So, nice, buddy. That sounds like so a plan. plan. I don't plan on doing much or going anywhere anytime soon, apart from dropping my kids off at school and coming back home. Yeah. Sounds like a beautiful plan. Oh, it's, it's well, fantastic, you know. It's where all the good stuff is, like games. Damn right. And speaking of games, having had a birthday, I've got uh, a couple of new bits and bobs to talk about. And um, you've been playing some single-player stuff as well, so I think we should head into the well-trodden ground, buddy. It's time to take a little look at what we've been playing. Sounds good. Do you want to kick things off, buddy? Uh, yeah, go on then. Um, obviously, as uh, people know, uh, we have um, steering wheels now, and I'm enjoying mine a lot. And uh, my son seems to enjoy it a lot, but can't really get the gist of like project cars and like F1 at the moment because you know they're like pretty much they're, they're simulations. They're dedicated. You know, you go on there and you race around the track and you're there to win. And he can't really get his head around that. He's like, why can't I just crash into all the walls? I'm like, could you lose? You know, <laughs> that's not racing's about. And he's like, but it's just about driving. I'm like, okay. Then uh, I, uh, I booted up the PC and I was like, oh, I'm sure I've, I can find something that we can play and not really matter or care about what we're doing. 
And there it was, buddy, staring me right in the face. Burnout Paradise. Old classic. So do a quick Google, see if it, it um, can, or it works with a steering wheel, and yes, it does. Took a little while to set up because I had to do all the button configuration myself, but, you know, 10 minutes later, we're in Burnout Paradise just cruising around. So much fun. But arcade games with the steering wheel, not too sure about it, I must say. How does it feel? Is it is it light like F1 or heavy like Project Cars? It's heavier than F1, I would say. Like the the feedback on it is really quite good. Like um yeah, like the 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 tension, you know, just from like turning left and right, it really gives gives you some stick. Not as like in Project Cars where it like jitters about like a natural car would do, but you can feel like the strain of like the car kind of fighting back against you, which is quite cool. That's and obviously, nice, yeah. uh, and clearly, uh, when um, you do any sort of crash, which is a lot in burnout, it just goes fucking mental, like all over the place, and your arms like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for some reason, my son just constantly wanting to get in like the fastest car, which is like some sort of F1 police car. <laughs> And I was like, no, just go in like the nice slow one, so like you'll be alright. And he was like, nah, fuck it. Just went in like the stupid car really fast. Like he he did alright to be honest. It's it's quite a nice game to just drive around. Like, um, because there's like a lot of straight roads and most of the corners aren't sharp, obviously, if, un- unless you're doing like the races and things like that. And then obviously there's the added bonus of all the jumps, which like when he found that out, he was just like, whoa. Ooh, this is so much fun. How does it stand up, buddy? It's getting on now, that game, isn't it? Is it, um, is it, it looks okay. It's, it's fine. Like, um, it was always quite cartoony, wasn't it? So I yeah, exactly. The art style it's got kind of helps kind of, it there a little bit. Yeah, it's got that sheen kind, kind of look to it. Yeah. Um, it's not massively populated by cars, so, I mean, that's going to help. But, yeah, it plays really well. It's good fun, but... Not too sure about the steering wheel, like, as in playing it as a serious game. I think, like, if we were just fucking about in it, it would be really fun. Um, I couldn't get... <laughs> I managed to do, like, the... I can't remember what it's called, you know, like, the stunt bit um, where you blow your car up and spin it around and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I kind of got it going, but, like, not like you can on a controller because you can, like, bounce it all around. Like from left to right with a controller, whereas with yeah, the steering you wheel, the... you're trying to bounce it to the left, so you're like pulling the steering wheel hard left <laughs> and then hard right, and it's like, yeah, not really the kind of the same arcade uh, kind of feeling, but still, it is, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, buddy. I think uh, I'll be going back to it, but now that I've um, figured out how to get my steering wheel working with the PC. I mean that that's like opened up a, a lot more opportunities for me to dabble into other racing games. Um like uh what's the I got a Colin McRae one. I think it's dirt or not dirt. You had dirt showdown. Showdown, with your is it? Card, like the really you? cheesy arcade one. I think that's it's the, the one that killed the franchise. Yeah, yeah, man, it's loads of fun. Like me and my son loved that shit. Once again, cause it's all about like just smashing loads of people out of the way. Uh, I think it's called Showdown anyway. It is, yeah. But yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll probably be... Yeah, Dirt Showdown, there you go. Smashed it. Uh, probably be playing a bit of that as well, um, if that supports steering wheel. But yeah, very cool, buddy. Enjoy nice, man. That's cool. Yeah, and 
apart from that, obviously, like I said, I will be jumping into some single player stuff. And I had Fallout all lined up. Fallout 4, I was like, yeah, I'm going to play some Fallout. And then the classic thing happened where you hover over it and you're like, just don't fancy it. You know, I just, I know. I just don't want to play it. So uh ended up going for the Nathan Drake collection uh, number three, whatever it's called. So I can't remember the name of it. I but, can't either. No, nah, it's fine. It's like the Rings of Time or Deception. Uh, Is yeah. it Deception? I'd go on then. Why not? Who knows? And um, so yeah, uh, I I I knew that I well obviously I'd played one and two, and I wanted to get through this one uh, before number four comes out, which is slowly or not slowly, quickly getting closer to us. Uh, yeah, just stage. over a month now. Isn't yeah, it? I know, not right? Too far. Very cool, very excited. And um, yeah, I think this is about the fourth or fifth time I've started this game and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I've got to do this <laughs> scene again. And like, it's killing me a little bit, but I'm like, right, I'll just get through this and then like, I'll have all this new experience and it's going to be fucking awesome or mediocre. I don't know. I will, <laughs> I will judge it's it. London, isn't it, at the start where you're in yeah, the Yeah, London, and then, and then yeah. when you're a kid, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I've, yeah, that I've was a bit annoying, this. actually, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And like I say, I've done it like three, to, at least three or four times, I reckon. Because <laughs> um, obviously I had it on the PS3, we've done it on PS now, and it's just, uh Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to getting through that game and um, playing number four, really. Uh, really can't wait for it it's going to be awesome but I'd, i'm not going to bother with any of the collectibles or anything if i can see them i'll pick them up but i'm not doing like a trophy hunting thing on this i'm just get the story done and, and see what happens which is cool then um apart from that i played uh, quite a lot of the division somehow on the last day but um we'll talk about that at the end i guess if yeah cool that's cool i can't remember when we did that i think we might have done it before last week's show no it was sunday night Oh, yeah, it was Sunday night. Because it was oh, the beta, wasn't it? Yes, it was. We played loads of that. Yeah, for yeah, some reason, on, like, on the last day on Sunday, we were just we booted it up and played it for like five hours. That's right, yeah. <laughs> we basically did every mission in that uh, yeah, beta. So. Probably not a good idea, but, you know. Maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, buddy, that's uh, that's me in, in my week of games, I would say. And obviously, Friday night was game night, but, nah. Sure was. Okay, well, um, I have played and finished The Order 1886, buddy. I've played it over two or three nights. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I have now played that game from start to finish. <laughs> you don't sound so happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a strange one because it's clearly a bad game. Like, it's definitely a bad game. Yeah, in terms of like the gameplay, there isn't any gameplay, so it's a no. bad game. Like there's <laughs> just nothing. It it every thirty seconds it takes control away from you again. I particularly enjoyed chapter seven, which was just a long cutscene in which I did nothing, and then yep. it came up chapter eight as the next bit, and I, I finally had control again. <laughs> when it does give you control through sections where you're like. Uh, doing stealth killing or third person sort of cover shooting yeah then it's poor like it isn't a good cover shooter as well so even yep. when it is a game it's a bad game but most of the time it isn't a game at all uh, and in fact it <laughs> shines brightest when you aren't playing it when you're just yeah. looking at it um 
it's the best looking game I've ever played. Yeah. It's utterly astounding graphically. I don't know how they managed to get a PS4 to do that. No idea. It looks incredible. There's so many occasions. And to be honest, the game didn't feel short to me, but I think that was two reasons. One, I was going for the collectibles because they were really obvious and easy. Yeah. So I I I was looking in every nook and cranny. But the other thing, there were a couple of times when I just stopped in an area and there was nothing to do there because there's nothing to do anyway. <laughs> the game is completely like linear. There's no interactivity. Yep. But I just found myself standing places and panning the camera around and just looking at fabric on seats and stuff yeah. like that. It was crazy. When, uh, one of my favorite bits was up in the, um, the whatever it was, the Luftwaffe thingy. You know, the Zeppelin. Oh, the Hindenburg type thing. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. Uh, I really like that. Was a really nice place to look out of and things like that. It was cool. There was a moment, um, one of the missions. Uh, I don't know whether we need to worry about spoilers for no, this game. No Probably one cares not. about this game but anyway. There was a moment where I was, I can't, was about three quarters of the way through when you're trying to infiltrate um, a shipping yard with yeah, yeah. the leader of the rebels. Yeah, and, and you're on the um, boat or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and you you start off in these in this mine, and you sort of come out of this mine into the light. And there was a moment where where I was pushing this minecart along, and I sort of blinked at it a few times and was like, "That looks like a video." Yeah. And for the first time ever, that's literally the first time. And I always knew this day would come, but for the first time ever, I was playing a game and I I, I was struggling to tell the difference between graphics and real life. It looks that good in certain parts. It looks real, and it's not just how great the texturing is and the the lenses and everything that they've used the the sh- the shaders and filters. It's the animation as well. Like the yep. the, the the people, the the mo capping is fucking insane. Like it's just real. It just looks real. The whole thing is, and the story I quite enjoyed as well. Even though I think a lot of the characters are pretty dumb, especially the person you play as—he's a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> just so much exposition because he's stupid. Like, the idea that he wouldn't have worked everything out after about an hour is insane. But yeah, the bottom line—it's an absolutely beautiful disaster as far yeah. as I can tell it's not <laughs> a good agree. game at all in fact it's a bad game and it probably doesn't really deserve a sequel because of how pathetic the gameplay is but I would like there to be another one because I know right I mean the if same they could boat. get the gameplay to some sort of semblance of like competent then it could be a, a fantastic franchise because yep. the, all the building blocks are there um, but yeah it's poor it's just I'm just poor did it like develop as the game went on you know how like I did it over like a two or three week period of on the podcast where like that first week I just absolutely slated this game it was just I, I, I spoke about all the terrible things that were happening how slow it was how the shooting mechanics were just uh, diabolical and everything and then by the end of it I was like actually like I kind of enjoyed my time with it but you know I've already spoken about the shitness. <laughs> I think to to an extent that kind of happened. The first couple of hours, I think after uh, after I got to about two hours, I realised that I was definitely going to play it till the end, and yeah. that that wouldn't really be that much of a slog. Like I was happy to play it to the end after that point. But my, I don't think my uh, 
what I thought of it changed across across the the, the playing time. I, I think it just does the same thing all the way through. I think I was slightly endeared to some of the characters about halfway through, and that kind of made me want to keep playing. Uh, and I thought it it. It was really when they introduced that Lord Lucan character, I think, that that improved yeah. the story tenfold. He was yeah, yeah. so much more of an intricate character than pretty much everyone else was just kind of fucking two-dimensional. But um, uh, to be honest, it was it was quite an enjoyable playthrough. I think, as you said, if I'd paid full price for that, then holy shit, I'd yeah, have been would so not be happy. happy. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's yeah, it's mediocre. It deserved the mediocre scores that it got. What I will say is, if you can pick this game up for somewhere around ten pounds, yeah, I think it's probably worth playing through just to look at it. Like it, it is genuinely that nice to look at that I think it's probably worth playing through as a budget release. Definitely, I I I'd go along with that. No problem. I think we pretty much agree. Like I think. You could, I'm probably still a little bit more down on it than you are, but at the same time, I can totally see where you were coming from. It's, yeah, it, it is what it is. And uh, thanks very much for sending it down so I could have a go, No buddy. problem, buddy. I'm glad much you kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I just sort of got halfway through it and I was like, yeah, I, I could be playing like Nathan Drake right now. And I'm yeah, like, totally. I, everything that you said, like I agree with. Like, there's no doubt, like... There's a lot of problems with this game, but yeah, yeah. Um, for me, yeah, it was um, the fact that I kind of took it as a movie instead of a game kind of changed my view on it. Like, It'd be a cracking film. It really yeah. would. It'd be a great <laughs> exactly. movie. And that, that, the that's voice acting was good, wasn't it? it. Mm. But yeah, £10 or less. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, so also, I have been playing... Uh, my birthday present, which was Guitar Hero Live, buddy. I've been playing nice. lots of Guitar Hero Live. How are you getting on and, with it? Uh, I am getting better slower than I w- was expecting. Yeah. I'm improving, but it's tough, man. It's tough. And I'm not completely sure that it is better. Yeah. I don't know if it's as much fun having the two rows of three it's more awkward it's probably more challenging I don't necessarily think that it's more fun I think one of the main things that I really enjoyed about the previous games was those sort of finger tapping solo-y runs that you could do up the five buttons Definitely. and back down and and to remove that completely and replace it with what is for the most part a lot of kind of uh, just awkward chords where you've mm. got to kind of keep you've just got to be concentrating so hard you can never go into like autopilot and maybe that will come with time but um, I'm really enjoying it it's brilliantly made it's a lovely package and uh, there's there's loads of songs on there they're adding more like almost daily they're, they keep adding more songs and because of the nature of the play along to the the tv channels approach that they've gone for you're never paying for any of that stuff and you can just play through and i found myself playing it for a good sort of hour and a half on one of those tv channels the other night never picking the song that i was playing but just enjoying myself really and and just sitting in front of it so i think it's good i think it's um it's good fun um i'm just not sure it's it's more fun. I don't blame them for changing things up, but yeah. I don't I don't know if it's as, as enjoyable to play as the old games were. 
Oh. Okay. Well, keep at it, buddy. Yeah. Let us know how you get on. I think I think you're right about the enjoyment factor of doing like those runs up and down. That that's when you know, that's when that game got interesting and good. I mean, it was good doing like the chords and like the quick changes of the different chords, uh, just with like the five buttons up and down. But it was those solo aspects of it that really made that game come alive. And like, if if that's not there in this one, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't it's know where the fun it, is. <laughs> it just feels more limited because it's only the three notes. Yeah. But or the three strings, but it isn't really because it's no. actually an extra button to the old ones. Yeah, true. It's just, but you, yeah, you don't, you're going like horizontally instead of yeah. It's just, something. it's just awkward. But I, yeah. I'm glad that I haven't got like insanely good at it. I mean, I'm playing on the top difficulty and hitting over ninety percent on almost yeah. every song. So it's not like I'm, I'm like miserable at it or anything. I'm doing well and coming yeah. sort of top three on the leaderboard each time. But on the old games, I was hitting like 97, 98% on Expert. Yeah, exactly. I can't get anywhere near that at the moment. And there are certain moments in this game, and this was something that very, very rarely happened when you're playing the guitar on the old Guitar Hero games, when she got up to our sort of standard. Regularly on this game, I will hit a section of a song, and I'm just like staring at it bewildered and have to stop playing. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know how you do that. I just don't know how you can think that quickly yeah. and do what it's asking you to do. <laughs> but, you know, if I'd like mastered it already, then what the fuck, you know? The fact that it's providing me with a good challenge, even though I'm a bit of a veteran of the franchise, is, is commendable, I think. And, uh, yeah, if they keep adding more songs, I'm going to keep playing it. So, Humans, buddy. Why not? So, yeah, other than The Division, which we'll talk about in a second, the other thing I've been playing lots of is uh, Black Ops. been playing the absolute balls off of Black Ops. Uh, had a really long session with PJ the other night because it was his birthday. All our birthdays, like, really close together. I know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we had a bit of bit of birthday Black Ops because his missus was working late. So we played, uh, played a, I think we played, like, three, odd, three or four hours of, of Black Ops the other night, just, like, caning through it. Nice. Really fun. And uh, that's such a good shooter, you know. It really, it really Especially is. Especially like, now that we can play Exodus or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. We've <laughs> played Exodus a couple of times, and nice. I've, I've kind of got to a sort of vaguely competent level now. My my um, kill death ratio overall is one point zero one. So nice, buddy. I'm essentially breaking even on that game, which is fine. Like I would have took that <laughs> certainly a couple of months ago. It's like the thing is like when your your kill to death ratio is like one. It's like I officially am not good or bad at this game. It's like I I don't affect it in any way. I was not a burden in this match. <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> that's how I that, see that's it. That's when I feel good about that game. If I can you break know. even, and yeah. that's fine, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> we we had a couple of dodgy rounds where we weren't breaking even, but we had some guy on our team who was getting like forty and six and stuff. So yeah, oh, God, we were winning anyway. But uh, yes, very cool. Not much more to say about it. Um, coming up in the news, uh, some stuff about it. But uh, other than that, the division, buddy, the division beta, probably the last chance we get to play it before it it uh, launches. And we certainly took the ball by the horns, didn't we, and played it <laughs> yeah. for. I mean, I mean we, we said, oh, yeah, we, we might just pop on, see what the servers are like. And then, like, we didn't play it Friday or Saturday. And then Sunday night, we were just like, yeah, should we just play a bit of The Division? 
yeah, just, just a little bit. And then, fucking five hours later, we're like, yeah, I should probably stop playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying really hard not to do that. I didn't want to wreck it. Yeah. But uh, I think, to be honest, there are only like two main story missions in there, and the rest of it's going to be generic anyway, even when the yeah, game true. comes out. So. But, but it, like, I had a great time, buddy. I can see we're going to play the shit out of that. Definitely, like, so much fun. I forgot to mention that I also played it on PC, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I downloaded it, obviously, being an open beta. I played it on PC, and, like, my, my PC is, like, about, I don't know, a year and a half, two years old or something. So it's it's not the greatest, but it'll still do all right. And, uh, yeah, it looks a lot better on, <laughs> on that. It runs 60 as well, doesn't it? Yeah, which was, uh, which was really nice. But hey, I will get it on the PS4 because uh, uh, it doesn't crash all the time. Uh, yeah, you won't have to install any uh, hot fixes or no, driver so updates or anything. Yeah, that's so always be nice. nice. They'll do that and, for And uh, it's where your friends are. <laughs> and it's where my friends are, that is true. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think what it changed. Like you said, there's, there, was a, there was a new mission uh, to do with the tech part of your... Home base. Home base. <laughs> as we call it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so that was cool. We got to see like uh, one of the new like perks. Or not perks. Was it like the things you chuck on the floor or what? Are they called perks? I can't remember what they're called. You know, the L1, R1 buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those things. Yeah. The- <laughs> I can't remember either. Another thing we realised is this game's got a shit ton of menus and like loads of stuff to unlock, so it's going to keep us busy for a fucking long time. The fucking HUD on that thing is all over the place. It's but everywhere. We, we can hide it, you know. It's yeah. in the options menu, which is very nice. As That was like one of the first things that I did. I was like, what options are in this thing? Because like, I had half an hour to kill till you were online. So, uh, yeah, it was like display HUD. It was like hide. I'm like, yes, immediately hide this. It's and literally it's really like good. a like hide your desktop icons button on Windows. Yeah, like it's, it's that that much of a, a difference because it's just yeah. so cluttered when everything's on the screen. And it's nice because it, it just disappears and then it pops back up when you get into combat and then disappears again. Very nice. Ugh. Definitely worth doing. Uh, we found... Uh, some nice fast travel things that you can do so you can fast travel to your mate uh, wherever he is or you can fast travel to your home base and things like that that because that was one thing when we played it the first time that we were just walking around for fucking ages like going like oh gotta trek like two kilometers to like the other <laughs> side of this <laughs> fucking thing and but yeah um overall i'm so excited for this game buddy now it's gonna be fucking ace no questions. It's gonna be so yeah, much totally. Fun. And it it is what it is. I think the um, the systems that they've put in place should keep us interested. It's different. I mean, Destiny took a lot of criticism for its story because its story was absolute like ball bag. Yeah. Um, I've seen nothing that suggests the story in this game is going to be any better. <laughs> totally. But it feels like there's there's better integration of systems. There are more options and it just feels more free, like you more designed to have a really good time with friends where I think the story will probably end up taking a back seat in the division and that won't really matter in the same way that it did with with Bungie's uh, offering. Yeah, I so. think the fact that this is set in one place helps this game a lot. Yeah, and you can wander around all of it. Yeah, um, and 
Like, obviously, there, there's still, like, certain, like, online hub areas. Like, I think it's called the hub. Uh, <laughs> that first location where you're sporting, there's, like, all... Um, obviously random people online walking about talking to vendors. There's also like a matchmaking like tent now. Uh, I don't remember seeing that before. So you could um, just join randoms and go out into New York and bust it open, I guess. Um, so that, that, there's that like similarity to Destiny where there's communal areas and then when you get into certain areas, it, it shuts it off and you're only with your party. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I think it's quite harsh, um, comparing this to Destiny in a way, um, but I don't know, we'll, we'll see what it's like when it comes out. Yeah, I think, uh, it, the signs are incredibly promising, they look like they've really got their shit together, everything kind of seems already there and structured and... I mean, the the stats don't lie. I know the figures came out. They released the 6. figures. Six point four um, million, wasn't it? Yeah, something. Six point four million, uh, and um, a great deal of hours as the average like play length as well. I think it was yeah. like four or five hours the average play length yep, of each of those us. six and a half million people. So, yeah, they've yeah. done a good job with that open beta. I must say. They really have. They really have. It's uh, it's an absolute definite purchase for us. I, st I still don't know about pre-ordering it because th these things with the servers, you just never can tell. But um, it's not going to drop down in price anytime soon. So far, no, no, <laughs> it, it, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a yeah. day one. We just might not chuck the money in up front, but we'll yeah. see. True. So yeah, I think that'll do us, buddy. That's. Uh, have you got anything else? No, I'm good, buddy. I think. Uh, I mean, I did play a bit of Destiny as well. I started a new character for fucking God knows whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like level four now, big dick player, you know. Oh God, yeah. I know. I'm 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 investigating to see if that storyline is any good or not. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but I don't think I'll be playing much of that anyway. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Number Wang. Number 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 one. Number Wang. Number one. Using. I was talking to uh, a friend of the podcast, Dan, this week, and he said, you know at the start of the news when uh, you say number one and Ash says number wang, hmm. what do you think he'd do if you said number wang instead? Would he <laughs> say number one? <laughs> I did, clearly. You did. You did. That's uh, mystery solved, yeah. buddies. <laughs> it's number one. <laughs> number wang. <laughs> Um, Black Ops Multiplayer Starter Edition is now available on PC. It's £12, or there or thereabouts. You can get this on Steam now. It is a standalone multiplayer version of Black Ops 3. So, uh, yeah, Activision it's trying a bit of a model out. That is. I think so, yeah, absolutely. And uh, not sure about uh, what you get in terms of the upcoming DLC packs that are on the consoles at the... One of the, one of which has come out in the last week or two, um, 
But I will, yeah, I would say uh, I was just waxing lyrical about that game, so I'm obviously going to tell you that a 12 quid version of that game is a bit of a bargain. Um, Definitely. You can choose to upgrade it after you've forked out that money, um, so you're not really losing anything. It's just an opportunity to dip a toe in for some people. I'd imagine that would be enough. They wouldn't even need to spend any more money. But uh... I, If it was an option on console, then I'd quite happily just get that because, one, I couldn't give a shit about zombies. And two, I mean, story mode, I'm good. I mean, yeah. it's still about the multiplayer on on uh, on COD. I mean, that that was back in was it Modern Warfare one or two, where like like literally you just press the button and it was like, what do you want to do? Single player or multiplayer? And it was just like, yeah, multiplayer, bosh, in you yeah. go, no messing about. And now we've uh, played the story mode and played zombies, we know how worthless the story mode is, and we know that zombies <laughs> isn't really for us. So It's yeah. not our thing, that, anyway. But, Absolute yeah. bargain. A, a really good deal. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always interesting when you see publishers trying out sort of new pricing models and that sort of thing, but that, to me, sounds like a pretty good deal for the consumer. So Definitely. So there we go. So we move on to... Number two, which is a story about The Division. Uh, this will be bundled in with various GeForce cards when The Division launches, which isn't isn't particularly strange, but I thought I'd mention it anyway. Um, so The Division will come free with any new GeForce GTX 970 card or higher. So I could that's do nice. One of them, you know, I mean, that'd be nice. If, if, you, <laughs> if you're if forking out... If has got a spare or, one going, you know, just... I'll, Just I'll take pop it to Ash. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> what are what do those go for these days? Top end graphics cards? What three fifty still? Four hundred? Um, five six hundred. I, <laughs> I mean, I was looking the other day, and like, there's ones obviously that are like ridiculous money that have got like twelve gig of like RAM in them. Crucial. A, yeah. I mean that's going to run for quite a while, but I think that was about five grand. So depends what you want, buddy. <laughs> you get what you pay for, really. So, <laughs> but yeah, like you you can get some ridiculously good ones for like four or five hundred quid, easy. Yeah, nine seven is um, fast becoming like the it's kind of the current top end card, the, the GTX nine seventy. Yeah, it's the go to. And uh, yeah, so that's cool. Nice little perk for people who are looking to upgrade their computer or build a new one. Um, the only other thing about the division is that the DLC packs for the division are Xbox One timed exclusives, but only for thirty days. So I can live with that. I think everyone can, so that's fine. Um, so yeah, there you go. So we move on to Firewatch, buddy. Firewatch has been patched. Did you Shocker. hear about this? Yeah. <laughs> It really needed a patch. Uh, yeah, it, it has did. been patched, and it now performs better than before. Um, that's as far as I'm willing to go. It still doesn't run <laughs> how I think it should run, but yeah. it's certainly better. Um, it wasn't hard to improve it, frankly. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it runs... I mean, it wasn't fucking, like, stop frame. Like It, it was playable. I had some sub ten frame shit happen during that playthrough, buddy. Like it was poor. It was really yeah. poor. Yeah, most of the time it, it ticked over quite nicely around thirty, but 
Yeah, no, I had some really nasty sort of stuttering and stuff, especially transitions between animations like dropping down off of ledges or yeah, um, heading th- heading through thick bush, for example. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but yeah, I mean, hopefully that's not the end of it because I would say that's a good start. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they, they needed to do something quick. They did, and they that. have, and that's good. So there we go. Cool. Uh, next, uh, this is a rumor that's kind of been uh, that's sort of reemerged. Uh, this I, I can't remember when it was that this was rumored originally. I think it was sort of October last year. But there was a rumor going around that there'd be a Bioshock remastered collection coming out. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I mean at the time it looked like it. Um, it was going to happen, but it was it was a rumor off of a foreign site. Uh, this is a the same rumor off of a foreign site once again. But um, normally, <laughs> when the Brazilian classifications board classifies a product, buddy, it means that product is real. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that seems to be what's happening here. So, this is the Bioshock collection. It's been rated by the Brazilian classifications board. The rumor returns. Would you buy a? Uh, a Bioshock collection, buddy. Would you buy no. that? No. You wouldn't? No. I might. I, I might. I've I got like... all three of them on Steam. Yeah. I've got all three of them on Steam as well, but I haven't got a PC. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd, even if I didn't have a PC with the, all three of them, I don't think I'd buy them again. No. Well, that's kind of fair enough. I can't remember. Was it just Bioshock Two that had multiplayer? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I bet they wouldn't bring that. Don't back quote either. me on that, though. No, I think you're <laughs> right. I, I, I bet they wouldn't include it in a no, remaster. Of course they wouldn't. That'd no. be like uh, it was like the Uncharted collection that hasn't got multiplayer on it either, has it? No, it's just all the single player content. Well, either way, interesting. Um, interesting that people are still doing like remasters. <sighs> no, seriously. Hopefully there'll be a kind of E3 would be a nice sort of full stop on all of the remastering business. I mean we're we're two years into the yeah. new gen. Like, I mean like when the 360 and the PS3 came out, did we have like an influx of like old Xbox and like PS2 games? I no can't remember. We didn't. I I don't know why it's such a a thing to play like these games that I don't know. In my eyes, aren't that old? I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind stuff like um, like if there was a new Bioshock coming out, then I wouldn't mind them doing a trilogy remaster of the old yeah, ones. Totally. Alan and Nathan Drake collection for Uncharted yeah, Four. I get that. But and plus, because like so many people have bought PS4s that didn't have PS3s, so, uh, that's another thing for that game there. Like the I mean, Last having having said that, the you know. Irrational's closed, but well, in its original Ken Levine guys has closed. Yeah. But they they are going to be making another Bioshock because they still own the own the rights to that game, and I wouldn't be at all so. surprised if a if Bioshock Four or whatever it was was announced at E3 this year. So yeah, maybe. I mean that that would be cool. I'd definitely buy that. Yes, I really enjoyed um, Infinity or whatever it was. Infinite, yeah. I yeah. I really did as well. And uh, that's one of those games that is really popular to hate on now for some reason. I know, but, I don't get it. Like, for me, 
I was never a massive fan of like the original Bioshocks, mainly because it was really dark, really scary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of those games, but like throw me in this outside sky world where it's nice and bright. I mean, they've still got scary people in there, but I just feel so much better. You know, yeah. I'm happy to just mooch about killing people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say Bioshock Infinite's overrated because the 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 story was thin and there was too much like shooting and stuff. I'd say it's an it's underrated as a shooter. Like that was a yeah. really good shooter. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day, seriously, it's a very good game. Very cool. Either way, there we go. Um, Still wouldn't buy it again though. Fair enough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next we have some news on the HTC Vive, buddy. Mm. Um, it looks like it's now got a price and a launch window. So it's the consumer edition of the Vive virtual reality system powered by Steam VR will launch in early April for seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. Uh, which oh, is I better get two of them. About five hundred and seventy pounds. Um, Pre-orders for the Vive will begin worldwide on the 29th of February. Um, and let me tell you what you get for your money, buddy, for your $800. Uh, you get the headset, two wireless controllers, and a 360-degree tracking and room-scale movement sensors. Fucking that sounds good. It sure does. It sure does. <laughs> um, yeah, again, like, it's mecha expensive, but... Uh, everyone was kind of expecting that i think i don't yeah. I, i'm not surprised by the price i don't know that it's necessarily too much really but again like all of this stuff's completely out of reach for us and we're still not that interested in it um nah, mate. it's gonna come up in q a as well i found, so. I found what i'm gonna do with vr oh yeah buy, i'm gonna get one of those like really cheap like 20 quid like shitty headsets yeah what for your Stick phone <laughs> Yeah, stick my phone in it. See what this fuss is all about. I bet it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know about Wait, that. It's going to work like a charm. It's going to be awesome. Maybe uh, if you, I've got another tip for you here, buddy. If you get a large cardboard box. Yeah. Empty said box, right? Yeah. Uh, and then on, on one side of the box, you're going to cut out um, the exact size and shape of your phone screen. Yeah, got you. Yeah, and then you're gonna want to plonk that on your head, uh, <laughs> and look, look, and look at your phone through the box. That sounds like a good plan. It's like your own sort of personal cinema, buddy. And you can kind of, you know, tape your phone to it, move it around, move your head around. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. But no, I, I seriously think I'm going to like pick up one of these like 15, 20 quid headsets because like, you can get like a, an app that mimics your um, PC uh, screen and then it's got all like the, the shit in it. It's got the um, oh, the lenses and stuff. So then, yeah, off you go, mate. See what it's like. Be ace. Well, we look forward to that edition of what <laughs> we've been playing, buddy. We really do with bated breath. <laughs> I know, right? It's going to be amazing. I probably won't get it for like a few weeks, but yeah, I'll pick one up, definitely. Got to try these things out, mate. Forefront of modern technology there, buddy. Yeah, I mean, like $800, 20 quid. Oh, which, which one's more my price range? 
Uh, worth noting that as as well as a shiny new DualShock 4 controller from uh, the wonderful Ellen for my birthday, she also picked up two tickets to EGX Resed, Ooh. which is a games conference that takes place in London in April. Nice, um, buddy. And is going to be really cool, I think, and will be my first chance to try out some VR stuff. So... Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, it's about six weeks away, but I'm really looking forward to that. And um, I was thinking, buddy, maybe even uh, take a little microphone and maybe try and interview some devs like a proper podcast. Fuck off. Yeah, I, I thought that wouldn't <laughs> go down very well. <laughs> it's not our style. We want bare minimum listeners, no attention. <laughs> That's what we're going for here. I feel like we need to turn that into like a like a, a spreadsheet <laughs> as a sort of our business like strategy. Yeah, we need some stats on this ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Let us yeah. move on. Indeed. Uh, we've got a couple more news stories. It's heavy on news this week. Lots of shit going down, buddy. Uh, it's the time of year where stuff happens. It sure is. Uh, so this is the news that uh, Konami's UEFA Euro 2016 game, um, this is Konami, um, the Pro Evolution Soccer Boys, have the license to the Euros this year. Uh, yeah, EA Sports do. have not got it. Konami do have it. Um, this is going to launch us three DLC, uh, three free DLC for anyone who has PES 2016, this will be a patch that is updated. You'll be able to access it off of the main menu of the game. You don't have to pay for it. It's just going to be there. I can't tell you much about what it's going to be like or whether there'll be various different modes or whatever on there. But the bottom line is if you own PES, you get this for nothing. Um, it's also Yay. launching standalone as well. <laughs> so you'll be able to uh, pick it up. If you don't have PES, you can buy it separately. Um, I think they'll probably be bundling a, a version of Pez that's kind of like the UEFA Euro edition as well, so that it comes with a bit of yeah. everything. But um, yeah, so this is coming out current and last gen consoles, um, and it goes live on March twenty fourth. If you own Pez, you don't have to do anything; it will just update and give you that game mode. Um, there was slight controversy because the you know there's 24 teams in the competition. Only 15 of them will be licensed, and a lot of people were kind of taking the piss out of Konami for that, going, "Oh, classic pairs," you know. But I, it did make me remember the last Euros game, buddy, which was FIFA um, Euro 2012. Which, yeah, um, a good friend of ours, Pete, had on the 360. Um, and that game only had about half the licensed teams, and that game didn't have the licenses for Poland and the Ukraine, which was where the competition was being held. I the know, host right? nations. What the fuck? And it didn't have the licenses <laughs> for the host nations. So this is nothing Absolutely new. Mental. This isn't Pez being tardied. This is just par for the course, I think. It's just the difficulty of licensing in this sort of state of affairs. So <laughs> Weird, but uh, either way, yeah shaping up to be a nice little update and uh, hopefully it'll be cool and we'll talk about it when it comes out yeah we'll probably play a bit of that why not I would like, do you reckon it's going to be available like the teams will be available in the online bit I don't know I we never play internationals do we yeah I've no idea really I mean I think that it'll just I don't know if all of the teams that are in the Euros are already on PES I wouldn't have thought yeah. so so maybe it'll just add the extra teams and update their kits but, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, what would cool. be really nice if, if is if there was a, a an online tournament mode for that specific uh, thing, so that yeah. we could play through the Euros. But I'm sure that won't be there. <laughs> so because <laughs> it never Indeed. is, buddy. No. So finally in the news this week, uh, more beta talk, buddy. Uh, this is Hitman. It's getting another beta. Um, this time it is going to be available to anyone who has PS Plus. So oh, if, that's you, us. if you're a PlayStation gamer with PS Plus, then on the 4th of March you will be able to download the Hitman semi-open beta and uh, play through some more of that game. Um, yeah, we, we played that this week as well, didn't we? Yeah, I, I, can't me- I couldn't remember when I'd played that. I only <laughs> dipped a toe in. I played it for about half an hour. Uh, yeah. I was... It was Underwhelmed. fine. Underwhelmed? Yeah. I, I was like, oh, this is okay. This is it was, fine. I like was... the fact that we can still play it now. Like, offline. Yeah, I don't, I don't know weird. if that was a mistake or what, but they the, the beta is... It remains playable in offline mode. Yeah. Even though it's ended, um, so really it was more a demo than a beta, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, don't know. Either way, I'll probably tuck into it again because I play stuff when people give it to me for free. So yeah, it's so <laughs> true. But yeah, I, I found it quite underwhelming, to be honest. Yeah, it's fine. Does what it does. But yeah, once again, I'll, I'll mimic what you say. It wasn't that great. I like. I don't know. It was okay. It, it obviously holds your hand to get you through the first bit, and then it's like, do what you want. It's like, wow, okay, so many options. Looks then, okay, then, plays it okay. It's just Hitman. <laughs> it's like it's like playing Hitman Two. Yeah, you know, it's totally. just like, yeah, sure, cool. Yeah, not bad though. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so there we go. That's the news. Now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what have we got this week, buddy? Fonz, Phoenix, up, down, in, out, roundabout. I believe this is our first Phoenix of the year. I, I'm not certain of that, but I'm pretty sure I've been started very started off so well. Yeah. Uh, so this is a very selfish Phoenix on my part, <laughs> <laughs> just because this is something I wanted to play and it's been delayed. This is the news this week that. Um, what <laughs> I'm going to call Say it what it. we call it. Here we go. Say it. This is the news that. Uh, Former Spurs left-back Benoit <laughs> Asuakoto Racing has been delayed for two months. Uh, it's now coming out in June rather than uh, when it was coming out, which was the end of March, start of April, I believe. Um, that sucks balls because I wanted to play it. It's probably not a Phoenix because preferably the game release is working and if they needed two more months, then fine. But no, it is a Phoenix, buddy, because I wanted to play it and now I can't. So Yeah, we should probably just say what the actual game is as well. Uh, this is Assetto Corsa, basically. <laughs> if you <laughs> don't is, know uh, who uh, Benoiso Cotto is, probably just put a quick Google in. You know, It's a more memorable name. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
This is a, an upcoming sim racer. It's been out on PC for a couple of years in early access and then finally launching proper. It's coming out on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 and we have wheels. So obviously we were really looking forward to playing it and now we're not going to get it till the summer, which is shit. So yeah. So Boom. Phoenix, buddy. Selfish Phoenix. Yeah, true. It's, it's my podcast. <laughs> do, <laughs> do, I, I do I want? It's my body. <laughs> Classic. So now it's time for Out This Week, buddy. And uh, as is tradition, at the uh, nearing the end of the month, we have the Games With Gold and PS Plus lineups to tuck into this time round. Are you excited? Fucking bring it on, buddy. I can't wait. I'm sure there's some fantastic games coming our way this month that we've voted for as well. So clearly... You know, once again, I'm going to be so happy that my choice has not won. You are indeed correct, sir. Your choice of action, Henk, did not win because, as we knew from the moment that the three titles were announced, Broforce was going to win and Broforce won. I think the final vote, it got like 48% of the overall vote. Of course it did. Brilliant. Um, Love that game. Everyone knew that it was going to win. So it completely, you know, completely pointless, the voting system in that respect. Yep. But uh, either way, uh, I'm still interested in playing it. And Action Henk will have a 30% discount for PS Plus members when it comes out on the same day as the PS Plus games. So if you are PS4, then you will get Broforce and Galaxy. Um, I'm really excited about Galaxy. I've heard great things about it. Yeah, I'm man. into my arcaders at the moment and... You look at the way I got into Velocity 2X. That's right up my alley. Um, very cool. Really looking forward to playing Do that. we know if it's got co-op? I don't know. Galaxy. I do not know. Um, oh, you, you keep talking. I'll you're welcome to look Google. it up while I read out the rest of them. Uh, we've got yeah. on the PS3, you will be getting uh, Super Stardust and The Last Guy. Um and for PS Vita, two games here as well. So six on PS Plus this month. Uh, we have Flame Over and Reality Fighters. So it's uh, I, I think that's pretty strong for PS4. I think it's pretty sort of mediocre for PS3 and PS Vita, but it's it's got to that stage with the older platforms now, and you know obviously they don't give a shit about the Vita, but. PS3, it's kind of like take what you can get at this point. They've kind of stopped giving, giving use sort of marquee games, which is very different to Xbox because they have the backwards compatibility thing. So they're trying to give sort of AAA titles for the uh, 360 games at the moment. But uh, but yes, so there you go. That's PS Plus, uh, Xbox games with gold. We have. Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment on the Xbox One uh, and Supreme Commander 2 on the 360. Those are both out at the start of the month. And then halfway through the month, you'll get the uh, far more impressive Lords of the Fallen on Xbox One and Borderlands on Xbox 360. And Borderlands nice. will be backwards compatible on Xbox One. So That's very nice. So you can get stuck in on that. 
What news on Galaxy, buddy? Any joy? Fuck, I don't know, mate. No idea. Um, there was a question asked to one of the devs, like, will there be any co-op or multiplayer? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And since then, I can't find any kind of thing that says, like, I'm on the giant bomb right now. And, like, they haven't got any, like, things about if it has multiplayer or anything. It's like, okay, cool. So it's not looking good. Um, but we'll, we'll find out when we get the game and jump into it, I guess. I wonder if maybe it'd be listed on uh, PS Store. Uh, okay, I'll have a look there. Keep talking. Okay. Okay, I will <laughs> keep talking. Uh, okay, so also out this week we have uh, Soul Axiom that is out on the PC, Mac and Linux. That's a first-person puzzler. It looks really interesting, really sort of futuristic, quite cool. Um, so that's out this week. We also have uh, Heavy Rain. The remaster of Heavy Rain is out this week on PlayStation 4. Remake of the uh, the David Cage classic, of course. If you like QTEs, you'll like Heavy Rain. You'll um, love that shit. <laughs> we have Ironcast on the PS4 and the Xbox One. This is a very strange looking game indeed that I will struggle to describe to you right now, but it looks like a sort of cross between uh, Robot Wars and Candy Crush. It was like uh, two robots either side of the screen and then there's fighting involving power-ups and a grid of like Candy Crush-esque sort of puzzle bobble thing going on. It's nice, odd, like odd-looking it. game worth, uh, worth keeping an eye out for if you like weird stuff. Uh, we have Screen Cheat. Uh, this is coming out on the Xbox One and PS4 this week. This is a cool game, actually. Have you seen anything about this? Nope. So this is um, this week, buddy. <laughs> fair play, buddy. Fair <laughs> play. This is a local first-person shooter. This is a split-screen first-person shooter, and you, as your character model, you are invisible. And okay, how does that work? So you're invisible, and to find out where your opponent is, you have to look at their screen. And from their <laughs> screen, you can determine where they are in the level, and you can shoot them and kill them. But everyone's invisible. So the idea, the whole idea of the game is to be wandering around whilst constantly checking your opponent's screen. Yeah, like as in classic days gone. Yeah, back in the day, it was the bane of our like, existence. No, I didn't look. But yeah, exactly. You definitely fucking did. Exactly. And, you know uh, who you are. So this is a game that kind of implements mechanics that make the most of that. The downside, of course, being that it's not online, so it's not something we'll, that we'll be interested in because we don't do any local gaming, really. Not local multiplayer, anyway. But Nah, once again, we should really try share play again at some point, but with, the, with the, how um, uh, PSN has been over the past week, maybe not even. Mm, yes, could be interesting. <laughs> Seeing as like even the chat went down. Uh, what that that was the division day on Sunday, wasn't it? We Sunday night, no party chat. Anything, no. It was all gone. Terrible. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So also this week we have The Witch and the Hundred Night Revival Edition on PS4, which is a it looks a bit mental. That does it does look mental, and I think there's a demo. I've downloaded a demo of that. There is a demo. Yeah, I haven't played, I haven't it, played yet. it. Looked crazy. I probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we've got Gunscape on the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, this is a really old school sort of retro shooter. It actually looked, 
When I first saw the gameplay of it, I thought it was Quake 2. It looked like Quake 2 with the sort of giblets and uh, the, the lighting and everything. It's kind of a, a nice homage to those old shooters. So that looked quite cool. Might, might pique my interest on the PlayStation. We shall see. We've got Black Desert Online. This is a gigantic MMORPG coming out on the PC and um, highly anticipated. Looks quite interesting. Yep. Looks very pretty. Uh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? And finally, out this week, we have the Twilight Princess HD remaster on the Wii U. This is Legend of Zelda. Comes out on March the 4th. And uh, have they remastered all of the Zeldas now? I, I presume <laughs> I so. I don't know. But, uh, like, I, I don't get the Wii U. Okay, like, um, I go on, like, hot UK deals, like, I don't know, four or five times a day just to see if there's anything good. You know, like Killzone for 75p. That was a winner. That was a good or one. a T150 for £45. Pounds. That was a good again. one as well. I think they'd be, good, they'd be a top two there. They're probably the top two. Whenever, like, anything to do with the Wii goes on there, like, oh, get a Wii with, like, a couple of games for, like, 200 quid, it goes fucking bananas. I'm like, Why? I wouldn't give you fucking £20 for a Wii U. It's fucking stupid. I, I am not with you there. I, I would like a Wii U. I wouldn't pay, that. I wouldn't pay £200 for I just want the NX now. It's like, I'm not getting that. Yeah. That is like the shit on the shoe, buddy. I, I want like the cream of the crop. If the Wii U was down to like 120 quid and the games were like 15 quid a pop, then I might take the plunge. Like, no. Because, you know, no. that's not a lot, that's not a great deal of money. And there's loads of games I'd like to play on there. And I've never I had Nintendo. Not. Yeah, don't get this one. Let's wait I've, for the I've NX. I've heard bad things. <laughs> we will wait for the <laughs> NX, shall we? I think so. I think that's all I'm going to do. Because I, I I went for a stage, I think it was just like before Christmas, of like going, oh, oh yeah, the Wii U. I kind of really want one of them. And like, it's just like, no, no chance. This thing is, it came out dated and is even more dated now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how time works. It's very true. Yeah. You're probably right. I mean, you're talking to yeah. someone who was fishing about on eBay for Dreamcasts recently, so that's Not how played. sensible I am. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, either way, lots of games, so you can't really complain at this point in the year. That's loads nah, of givens. stuff. And... Um, uh, Galaxy uh, on on the PlayStation Store, uh, store says single player, so boo. Okay. Looking forward to it though. Yeah, surely should be good. So now it's time for the JFG Top 5, buddy. And this is a topical Top 5 this week. Easy for me to say. Uh, this is the Top 5 games to play with a babby asleep on you. Um, mm, nice. The variables, as someone who doesn't have a babby, I've never had a babby asleep on me. Um, 
and you won't catch me with a baby asleep on me either. Um, but <laughs> I thought the important factors to uh, to think about and to consider for this topic. Uh, offline preferably because otherwise you might leave someone sort of hanging about waiting for you um, definitely a game that doesn't need pausing would be ideal or at least isn't uh, where you you know certain games that you can't pause you don't want like any Destiny. of that shit yeah. um, you don't want the story to be too investing and too intricate because you know it's probably going to be stop start and you don't want to really be in a situation where you need to get stuck into something and you can't yeah Maybe if the game is quiet, that could be a good thing. Um, although, as you headphones, say, buddy. with yeah. your headphones, you're away. Uh, a soothing soundtrack, perhaps, buddy. Oh, yeah, could that be could good. Yeah. Could be good. Yeah. Uh, and so, with that in mind, I made a little list. Uh, I'd like you to look over it now. And Ooh. is there anything you'd like to replace? Anything that you can think of that I haven't got in there? I think you're the man. Number really. one can't really work because it's a PC game. Can you not? You can't be at a desk with a baby. Is that not going to be? That's not going to cut it. It's not going to be as easy as lying there with a baby asleep on your chest, you know, and then you have both arms free. So PC games are out, buddy. Unless obviously you're using a controller, which most people don't when playing PC games. And certainly not on a, a strategy game. No, not <coughs> on a strategy game. So unfortunately, SimCity, buddy, would not be on my my top five list. Um. Number two is fine. Number three, yep, that's fine. I haven't played number four or five, but I reckon they could probably fit in. I, I can see where you're going with them. I, I like thought them. I'd pick a couple that you haven't played because, you know, maybe you'll be yeah, looking for some them. cheap software to have a go at while you've got maybe. a baby I mean, like, the main thing is, like like you said, single player, offline, you, 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 need, you might need to pause it and it can pause like they're they're the main things you're looking at um now one of my favorites uh from i think when my daughter was born uh was skyrim buddy it was ace because obviously i love open world environments so my number one will be um big old fucking rpgs because uh, i mean you could be lying there for hours you know you need to get get lost somewhere and uh that really worked for me it was good. Nice. Well, that's uh, our number one then, buddy. We'll chuck that yeah. straight in there. I like number two, Minecraft. That's a cracking game, you know. Just, once again, lose yourself in it for hours. No bother. Don't have to think too much. You're not going to get uh, confused as to what part of the game you're at. Uh, True. Often you don't need to pause it at all, but you can do straight away. Everything's saveable really easily. And, uh, yeah, if you're kind of just sort of vegging out with a babby asleep on you, buddy, then maybe you can kind of almost enter a sort of dreamlike state where you start building <laughs> strange structures and uh, yeah, who definitely. knows. I like that. Number three, a kingdom for Keflings. Bringing it back, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I went old school. Kingdom for Keflings. Yep. Uh, the music is perfect you, for Babby. You literally just waste time. Yeah. That's, that's what you want. Like, there's no no goal. Well, there are goals. There's lots of little goals in that game, but like, no achievement for doing It's a resource management just, game. You are yeah, a gentle giant. You build a community of people who then mine and farm and chop down trees for you so that you can build more buildings that's the whole game there's a lovely soundtrack featuring some really nice nylon guitar um yeah perfect for babbies yeah uh journey 
Uh, number four. Yeah, definitely. That works. Works for me. Maybe I'll pick it up. Who knows? Widely regarded as one of the most relaxing games of all time, Journey. And uh, and very easy to play and very relaxing and good fun as well. A lovely soundtrack as well. So that could mm, be one definitely. that could be worth a go over the next fortnight while you're off work. Yeah, and yeah, you went for Gone Home on number five, which is once again a nice, easy, relaxing. But you could have any walking simulator in there, to be honest. Yeah, um, I was going to say like maybe. Chuck Firewatch in there or something. I mean, that's not a problem. Uh, one of the other ones, The Witness, I would probably put in there. That's a good I shout. Mean, yeah. Maybe not on the later stages where you have to start writing stuff down or taking photos, but <laughs> like that early part where you're just walking around and finding different puzzles. Yeah, man, no problem. But nice. yeah, they're, they're the type of games that really work for having um, kids or, or babies sleeping on you so you can't move <laughs> or make noise. Okay, well, I think I put in a decent solid effort there and yeah, you've steered buddy. me in the right direction as well. So this is our top five games to play with a baby asleep on you. Number one, Skyrim. Number two, Minecraft. Number three, A Kingdom for Keflings. <laughs> Number four, Journey, and number five, Gone Home. Yeah. I'd say, like, the only thing with the bottom two is maybe, like, the game length. Like, you're going to be there for, like, days. Like, you know, obviously not in one sitting, but you might want to find a game, like like I said, like with Skyrim, where you could just jump in and keep going. Yeah. And going and going and going and going. That makes of. sense. But, yeah. I can see that. Definitely, buddy. Good, good, good work there, buddy. A lot of honourable mention to um, that 3DS game. What's the uh, the one with Tom Nook? Uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. A lot of people... I did a little bit of research online and a lot of people were saying Animal Crossing is their go-to Babby Asleep on me <laughs> game. <laughs> nice. I love that. It's a little honourable mention there. But yeah, there cool. we go. it's time for many moons ago so where are we going back to this time buddy you know we, we we've done the biz we're, we're already there i don't know where we are <laughs> we are standing in <laughs> an amusement okay. arcade buddy we're in an arcade right. okay wait yep i'm there it is Go march on. it's early march is 1995 Ooh. we are 10 years old Nice. Uh, we're like presumably it. ignoring each other because we didn't know each other then. Didn't know you. Um, yeah. But standing in in it, all its splendor in front of us is a, a glorious looking cabinet with a couple of light guns in their holsters. Oh, light guns! There's a there's a couple of pedals on the floor in front of it. Uh, sort of I know where this is going. Ready to go. Uh, it's it's flashing with glee at us and we step up and we look up at the top bar and it says time crisis fuck it's like I'm there this is 1st of March 1995 which saw the release of time crisis in the arcades buddy and uh, I think anyone who is our sort of age and is a fan of video games 
has played the shit out of this game and probably spent a fair <laughs> old whack on it as well. Yeah, and all of its I sequels. Want to think how much I spent on it. Um, and on the consoles when it arrived, I think it was '97. This game arrived on the PlayStation, but yeah, '95. Mm. Time Crisis in the arcades, and I remember playing this at my local arcade and probably chucking about twenty quid into it in 1995 because. Uh, over the course of several months, of course, you know, not in one go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I didn't just pop a crisp 20 in the change machine and be like, right, fuck it. <laughs> I'm getting stuck in. But yeah, what what were your experiences with this? Do you remember? Uh, not exactly different places because like, I, like, any time I saw it, I'd be like, yeah, I need to play it. Right and this now. was everywhere, wasn't it? Time Crisis. Yeah. Like, it was absolutely in every arcade you walked into. Um, it, it was just awesome, like having like one. The screen was fucking massive. I mean, I'm, I was quite small at the time, so it's probably not that big. Probably like a twenty-inch telly or something. <laughs> yeah. but, but to me, it was huge. Um, and like the the whole system of like the pop-up um, with the with the foot pedal it was just like this is amazing. So like you like it was down to like partly your skill on how to do it it's not just like right i'm here i've got to shoot them before they shoot me it's like i can actually dodge them like if i time it right such a game changer wasn't it not being like completely on a track but giving you the option to sort of duck and and yeah kind of consolidate and reload and everything is very cool yeah and um that it really uh came into its own when you played it with a buddy and you were like yeah i'm i'm the blue gun yeah be the pink one <laughs> back in the crt tv days when light guns worked properly no gibbons buddy not like today's fucking terrible <laughs> i know that you had a special place in your heart for light gun games because you tried to get me to buy that blue estate a few months back on the playstation <laughs> it was like two quid I don't think it's worth two quid. Uh, totally <laughs> uh, I was, I, I had, uh, I was big into the light gun games as well. I, I mean, we've we've discussed the Dreamcast many, many times on this show, and uh, yeah, it was one of my favourite moments ever when I got House of the Dead two on the Dreamcast with the light yeah. gun. I know one of your top five favourite games of all time is Duck Hunt, buddy. So you've Fucking you've always been a fan man. of a peripheral. <laughs> <laughs> So I want this uh, really shitty VR headset so bad, buddy. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy, so you can play some Time Crisis on your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Salad days, buddy. Yeah, buddy, really good. Good choice as well. I liked it. Cheers, buddy. This is uh, 21 fucking years ago when uh, I know, right? saw the release <laughs> in March 1995 of Time Crisis in the arcades. Cool. Now it's time for the JFG quiz. Shit. I'm not looking forward to this after last week. <laughs> so after last week's quiz, I listened back <laughs> and I was like, the fucking first two digits on Agent 47's barcode 
Are you having a giraffe? Like, <laughs> but but actually listening back, buddy, like the Street Fighter one is common knowledge. I just hadn't seen it, and okay. you threw me a bone with the Persia one as well. So I don't <laughs> I don't think you were too out of line there, and it was clear that you were you were kind of struggling for ideas at the time as well, and you were just like, oh, yeah. what the fuck, shit, I need a quiz. So I. I don't think I've been too hard on you here, but some of these are quite tough, but this is a game that I think you've bought three times. Yeah, at least no, twice. that's why I'm worried about it. So <laughs> I think that you're familiar enough that you're going to be be taking this in your stride. This is okay. Alex's Skyrim quiz. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to fail miserably. Are Go you then. ready, buddy? <sighs> yeah, can I just... Um... Go and play some Skyrim for a bit first and then come back. <laughs> it's, it's been like a good while since I've played this game. So yeah, it's fine. Number one. Okay. What is Ulfric Stormcloak's occupation? Is it A, the steward of Riften? B, the Jarl of Winterhold or C the Jarl of Windhelm oh you threw it in there didn't you I was like fuck yeah it's that one because it's got to be a Jarl um, <laughs> we've got two Jarls and the yeah. towns begin with W both of them I know you can't <laughs> we've got A the Steward of Riften it's definitely not that B the Jarl of Winterhold yeah and C the Jarl of Windhelm. I'm going to go for Windhelm. Oh, I feel like I'm wrong. You're going C? Yeah. You're correct. Yes. It is Windhelm. Nailed it. Winterhold okay. is the home of the university in that. Okay, cool. Thank fuck. Question two. Who was Skyrim's High King before he was challenged and then killed by Ulfric Stormcloak? Oh, fuck. Is it A. Okay. Tullius? B. Torig? No. Or C. Vignar? I want to say A. Wasn't it Talos? Or was, no. What was his name? You got Tullius, Torig, or Vignar. I want to say either A or C. I don't think it's B. I'm going to go for A. You're going for A, I'm not Tullius. sure on this, though. Yeah. It's Torig. B. Ah, oh, really? Yes. Bollocks. I knew it was a T. Question three. What do the people of Tamriel say instead of Wednesday? Oh, fuck. Is it A. Merndas? Is it B. Teardas? Or is it C. Midas? Uh, I would say Midas, because it's like middle of the week. I don't know. You're going with Midas. Yeah. You are correct. Yes. Nailed it. What a guess. 
god. I'm not gonna lie. This question's either gonna be very easy because you remember it, or or, <laughs> or very hard. I'm gonna go for B. Question four. Am I right? <laughs> Which Nordic city was destroyed by the snow elves during the Night of Tears? <laughs> God. <laughs> sure thing, buddy. Would you like me to repeat the question? No. It will make no difference. <laughs> <laughs> Is it A. Sarthal B. Ansilvund <laughs> Or C. Forelhost. None of them ring a bell. So. B. You're going for B and Sylvund. No. Going for A. You're going for A. <laughs> Sarthal. I don't know. Yeah, fine. That's right. Yes! Not <laughs> <laughs> what you get for second guessing you're guessing this one for four out of five buddy which would be an impressive score question five beneath which city would you find the ragged flagon the ratways and the center of operations for skyrim's thieves guild i think it's rifton is it a white run b Rifton or C Thalcree going for B Rifton I think you're right <laughs> you are I love right the Thieves Guild big fan four out of five buddy you know your Skyrim yeah I did okay I didn't I did know the fucking king either I had to look it up so uh, I, I, can't, I, I, I don't know I don't know where I got Talos from I think that was something to do with Skyrim I don't know but yeah. But yeah, four out of five, buddy. Do you think those questions were fair enough? I think so. They, they were okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel good that I knew some of them. Yeah, that was a solid yeah. effort. I threw in the, the, the mid-ass one as a sort of sweetener. That was, yeah, that was that the was equivalent nice. of your like Prince that. of Persia question. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, that was a good one, buddy. Well you know played. Skyrim. Well played, buddy. Cool. Looking forward to that new Elder Scrolls. Uh, yeah, that's announced in a, in a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting questions. got some questions for us buddy more of some uh, some tales and uh, s- some uh, opinion asking and that sort of thing buddy so we are about to enter card town are you ready to enter <laughs> okay yeah i'm there okay we're now in card town buddy funk That's says awesome. uh, i've been getting a hankering for some gwent again 
Ah, nice. Uh, worth noting that I still have Funk's copy of The Witcher 3. <laughs> you still have his Witcher? I've still got his Witcher, so nice. he, yeah, he so can't play that's Gwen. A, that's a big old fuck you. I'll send that back dude. down, Funk. I'm sorry about that. He says, <laughs> uh, I looked for an app and there only seems to be poo imitations and nothing by the game designers themselves. It seems silly to me that they wouldn't try to cash in on such a popular little game. Not a question, just my two pennies worth. In my quest for Gwent style gaming, I tried Hearthstone and I didn't like it. It was a bit cartoony and seemed a bit simple. Uh, I couldn't stop there though, so I bit the bullet and tried Magic the Gathering. Okay. And? Uh, and he says, I love it. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> it's complicated enough that you feel there is plenty of stuff to learn and you collect more cards and shit as you go along. I always gave stuff like this a wide berth as it has some reputation for such dorkism and I am clearly too cool for school. <laughs> Care to wade in with some sage words? Um, well, yeah, he's a massive nerd. You're a really. huge, you're a huge geek. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's been playing it on his phone as well. I didn't realise that they they ported that to um, Android and iOS. But uh, hmm. I've been kind of vaguely tempted by Magic: The Gathering a couple of times. Um, I think I had a demo on the 360 that I didn't understand. Um, I'm sure we had like a full game on the 360. Was it I'm just sure was it just given, given to us for on like I think Xbox so, for Gold or something? Reason. I can't yeah. remember, but. And I think we tried playing it once and we were just like, oh, fuck this. But then again, we are older now, more mature, obviously. Yeah. Maybe this kind of thing would sit well with us. And I don't know. Maybe we should try something. Maybe. Uh, I, I tried Hearthstone and, and didn't enjoy it either. I know you played a, little, you played a fair bit of Hearthstone, didn't you, at one I point? I played a bit. I wouldn't say I played a lot. No. I mean, I played a... A few hours worth, I think. I I kind of got into it, but yeah, he's right. It is very not simple compared to. Um, There's less mechanics uh, going on, but I think if you yes. if you tucked into Hearthstone for twenty hours, you'd be like, oh shit! Actually, there's loads of stuff going on yeah, below there's the a lot surface. More to it, yeah. But I can understand. Um, I felt the same. Uh, what I will say, by the way, is you can buy a physical edition of Gwent. Uh, yeah. I don't, that's obviously not really what he's after, but you can you can get a physical version of that game that you, you can buy the cards online and get Gwent, which is cool. Um, the the only thing that I think I, that I've been playing, which is a, a card game, um, but um, not of the same caliber or anything, was um, on the Battlefront app. There's I can't remember the name of it, like something to do with Battlefront. There's like a game mode on that where it's all card based and like you have a little circle, you have your base in the middle and you attack, uh, get attacked from four sections um, by all the different enemies in Star Wars pretty much finishing off like Darth Vader or Boba Fett and you get dealt these cards and you have to each turn you have to deal with certain threats and stuff like that and yeah I've been playing that it's not, there is a lot to that game like I found out there's a lot more to do with like all the perks and stuff um, but I, I wouldn't say it's on a level with Gwent but what, one cool mechanic in it is like it links to your actual playing of Battlefront so the better you do in Battlefront the better cards you get 
from the app itself. That's really nice, fun. actually. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a nice little tie-in. So like, I unlocked, like, um, I think when we were playing it ages ago, we upgraded our grenade. Um, so it was like a quicker cooldown. And uh, within the app itself, like my grenade card got upgraded as well, which was very nice, which was cool. That is cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm no expert on card games. I think if I was going to try and get into one, then Magic the Gathering would be the one because I feel like it's kind of... Um, there's a lot going on there. It's it's. I, I, I just didn't enjoy Hearthstone at all. And I've tried to watch some people playing Hearthstone on YouTube videos as well. Um, just to try and kind of... I thought maybe if I watch a couple of of Hearthstone videos I'll start to sort yeah. of get it kind of thing but I enjoyed watching it even less than I enjoyed playing it so, <laughs> um, not really for me but yeah no that's cool if you've uh, if you found that but yes I will send the Witcher back Funk so that you can get stuck into Gwent again <laughs> <laughs> nice buddy And now it's time for JFG Correspondence. What is this? I thought I'd rename Q&A, buddy, because people aren't always asking <laughs> questions. True, I like that. We get a lot of emails from people just saying, have you heard about this? Which I suppose is a question. But also people saying, I've been up to this and that sort of thing. So yeah. I thought it'd be nice to rename it to something that didn't mean that you had to ask a question to contact us. Just, yeah, you know, just... If you just want to send us some words, yeah, I mean, death insult threats. us. Yeah, death threats would be, be very fine. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that'd be lovely. Maybe, um, maybe a compliment or two. Yeah, that'd be yeah, nice. some scat videos, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be beautiful. <laughs> How did you know that was my thing? <laughs> I still want to make my scat or scat website, buddy. <laughs> There's a website that's uh, got the word scat. And the word scat, both of them are links. They're on either side of the screen. There's a line down the middle. One of them takes you to uh, a website all about uh, the, the the jazz singing scat. Yeah. Uh, the other one is just people Big like fan. shitting on glass tables. And which one of the scats is which one changes daily. So you never really know yeah. which. You know, it's a 50-50 chance. You never know which yeah. one you're clicking on. Uh, <laughs> Either way, I'll be knocking one out. That is a nice way to christen the JFG correspondence section. <laughs> yeah, I think so, buddy. Uh, the first thing I need to do this week is uh, a cheeky plug, uh, although I don't think my plug is going to be as powerful as their plug. But hmm. uh, this week I was listening to one of my favourite podcasts, which is uh, PlayStation Radio UK. This is Ben and Simon. They do a PlayStation podcast, uh, which has been gathering a lot of pace. I know they were featured on Push Square last week, so they yeah. actually picked up like a, a load more listeners, which is great news for them. Uh, one of the reasons that we started recording a podcast was those guys. We both like their podcast very much. Anyway, yep. long story short... Um, I was listening to their recent podcast. They were talking about Firewatch, and they were talking about um, 
when one of them's bought a game, the other one hasn't got it, and it's a, a, a game that isn't very long, and they don't necessarily want to fork out on it on their own, and uh, one of them's a bit skint at the moment, and they weren't sure whether to buy a Firewatch or whatever, and so I, I, cu- I could not help myself. I found myself sending them a message asking them if they'd heard of family sharing, buddy. And uh, and I sent them a little message explaining family sharing, which I believe they are going to try out. But they sent a lovely little message back to me and uh, said that they would plug our podcast on their podcast in their next episode. Shit, buddy. So uh, I said that I would do the same, although I'm not sure I carry the same sort <laughs> yeah, of weight. Oh, massive numbers. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be all over. You're it. welcome. But either way... Um, there you go. So yeah, if you like gaming podcasts and if you're a PlayStation gamer specifically, then yep. uh, go and check out PlayStation Radio UK because it is very good and very funny. I've been listening for well over a year now and um, it's definitely one of my most anticipated podcasts of the week alongside sort of uh, Giant Bomb and Video Gamer UK and that sort of thing. Definitely, buddy. I am in the same boat. So on to some questions. And we've got some stuff from PJ, and he's talking about some VR bits and bobs this week, buddy. So uh, here we go. Um, Would you be interested in a football game with a mode for a first-person pro mode? A sort of controller-to-control movement, but VR headset for looking around. Could be an interesting novel sort of secondary game mode. Or just plain stupid. So I think he's talking about (laughs) be a pro mode, but where you could like look around. I don't know... I think I'd probably end up very disorientated if I... I would just be sick everywhere. I like the idea of it, but, um, yeah, I I would imagine that that would be really difficult to get to grips with. Um, Yeah, especially with the pace of it, I think. I think that's what would throw me off. Uh, And, I don't know, knowing where the ball is, maybe? I don't know, you'd have to be looking at it all the time. I think I've still got this problem with movement on the VR, and and, and I'm Mm. saying this having not tried it out yet, but I really do feel that if if I'm looking around on the one hand, but pushing buttons to, like, kick my feet on the other, then I kind of don't really see the point. Like, it's almost like all or nothing for me, which is why I think the flight sims and the racing games are where it's at for VR. Yeah, totally agree. Because you're sitting down anyway, so it's, uh, it's not having to try and mimic or recreate something that isn't sort of standard so yeah I I like the idea I think that until we nobble uh, technologically until we nobble uh, freedom of movement in virtual reality then I can't see that really sort of taking off but as I said I haven't tried it yet so maybe I'm wrong yeah I mean you pretty much said it it's like I think this kind of idea of you being a person like in a sports environment or something like that unless it's like something like snooker i don't know <laughs> might that be work, yeah. a bit far-fetched to get that feeling of actually being there um yeah i, I don't know um i'm sure someone's making something to do with it so we're just gonna have to wait and see i guess i mean devil's advocate I could just, I could play devil's advocate here and say, surely, you know, um, freedom of movement of your head. You know, we're, 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 we're playing games. We're used to playing games with a controller, which couldn't be further from actually like bodily movement. And then, mm, you know, yeah. surely moving our heads around with our heads 
has to be better, has to be more immersive, even if we are still using a controller for movement. But yeah, true. I mean, like, look at Minecraft. Like, like loads of people kind of play that in VR now, and that's a very simple move around look. And but once again, that's a very much slow-paced game. It's true. So it's true. I guess that's where that kind of works. Yeah. Like a game like Firewatch or like those walking sims. They would be really fun yeah. in VR. Yeah, and I reckon I could play that sitting there and just looking around like all like, ooh, this is pretty. Anything that doesn't involve quick reflexes, then I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah that Whiplash. Be... <laughs> <laughs> uh, PJ also says, on the VR topic, uh, although I don't think you're interested in VR, um, what type of game or imagining might pique your interest? Uh, maybe a whodunit detective game, something like that. He said, I tried a bungee jump on Oculus Rift and it was shite. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's, um, I suppose that's such extreme movement, a bungee jump. That'd be a weird place to take it first time round, wouldn't it? Like, the yeah, idea of I mean, chucking like... yourself off a cliff and it's trying to recreate, like, you're up, I mean, for a start, you're upside down and probably feeling G's. So I can't imagine that that would go down very well with a headset and standing in a room or whatever. No, I, I couldn't imagine. I don't know, unless you've got loads of fans on you. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was that like peripheral for PC, I think, where it was like loads of little fans that you put on like your desk and like it blows air at you. Just need that full body weird. suit, buddy. <laughs> yeah, the full body suit, yeah. <laughs> with the groin attachment yeah I need that shit but yeah I, um, I think we kind of answered this in the last bit didn't we for me it's the thing I'm most excited about is racing games because that's kind of my genre that I like the most but also mm. space sims and anything that you're normally sort of sitting down in is kind of it, it, that's kind of I, I think it, it more than piques my interest but I still kind of see it as uh, a peripheral I think until it gets to the stage where it feels like it is required for the experience I'm just yeah. not going to be jumping in at the price points we've been discussing nah I know what you're saying like a couple of the games that I saw like I think it was just on YouTube was um, that were really bad was like uh, a plane crash thing so you're in the seat and then the plane's crashing around you uh, and then you have to jump out of it or something I was like uh, yeah I, I guess it kind of gives you that feeling obviously being in that environment the other was the uh, 9-11 simulator. Fucking hell. Okay. Yeah, I was like, this is a bit wrong. I mean, this but, is this mm. is always going to happen when a technology is in its infancy. Is you're just going to be yeah. like, people... Not everyone knows how to... People, people don't know how to make use of it. They don't know what to do with it. So you get the wackiest and weirdest things. But Yeah, the stupidest things. Yeah. But like, the thing that I kind of really want to see is kind of like um the augmented reality style of like how microsoft did minecraft where it like pops out of a table but in virtual reality obviously the table's already there uh, and like it's like a civ game or something and like you can actually just like be standing next to a table and you can like move shit around like with your hands like so so it would be like it pretty much be like warhammer Sure. That's, that's what I'm saying in virtual reality. But like Civ Not 5. I, I never played Warhammer though. So, But I, I, I think like that would be really cool to like 
play that like with you and your mates like a- around the table and like moving shit around in 3D. Which, I don't know. And as Michael Strong gave us that link to the uh, tabletop simulator yep, a while exactly. ago, something like that, but with VR, that could be something yeah. really special, couldn't it? Yeah, mm. I can I can kind of see that. Yeah, but that that that's the kind of thing that in my head I've had for about I don't know like a year or something. Kind of thinking like if I did a strategy game, I think this is how I would do it which would be really cool. I like that. Uh, I think the bottom line, as I said before, is um, I'm, I'm going to head up to Resd and try out some VR stuff. Um, yeah, and then I'll be able to have a, a far more um, proper opinion on things, a far more informed opinion on uh, yeah. on all of that stuff. And I'll stuff. get my 20 quid headset and... Yep. Fucking and then hopefully, hopefully, like in in the <laughs> autumn, we can get down to Birmingham and have a uh, head toward EGX proper. And uh, try, I think so. I think that's stuff what we're gonna have to try and do. Cool. And meet the fans, buddy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll have loads yeah. by then. Get our own booth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Maybe we'll get some like stickers made. Just like put it on stuff. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Get the sucker dick stickers made, buddy. <laughs> sucker dick. Put them on everything. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, finally, this week, uh, also from PJ, uh, he says uh, there seems to be a massive missed opportunity in second screen stuff. The PlayStation app and Vita make a big deal about it, but it's pretty lame from what I've seen. I'm sure that we could come up with a load of ideas for how it could be used, but developers seem to avoid it can't be bothered or too hard to implement that's kind of <laughs> I'd be swaying towards more the too hard to implement factor I don't know not like coding wise because I'm sure they they're really clever and they could do that like a piece of piss but um, how to actually make it worth you taking your eyes off one screen to look at another and then go back to it like a lot of people said like fallout had its um map was a really good way of like you know looking at like your tablet or whatever next to you and be like there's one well i can see the map and then look back at your screen um but i don't know i can't i can't really see any good use of it in like most games i mean I'm trying to think like racing games it could display the stats but then again they're already on the screen shooting games once again you could have your stats on there but you can get them on the screen I always liked it's, the it's just... rear view mirror uh, second yeah. screen thing I always liked that yeah. on racing games that's cool Yeah, I think definitely. the bottom line with, I mean he, he has a Vita you have a Vita we are Playstation yep. gamers and the absolute bottom line there is that Sony did not invest the the time, the money, and the marketing in making a go of the Vita, and therefore it didn't sell very well, and therefore not many people have it, and therefore game developers are not going to spend loads of time creating for the Vita, like creating for Vita owners when there are hardly any of them. And you know, you look. I at, think this is more than just like the Vita, though, because you remember like Microsoft had their smart glass was it yeah yeah that app wasn't it i mean and that did nothing as well but you could argue that the vita is therefore even more responsible for this because on the playstation developers would have to be 
sorting stuff out for the Vita and for other devices. Like, and you'd be talking separate so, systems yeah. for a tablet for that as well. I think tablet yeah. is where it's at. If you want to do second tablet screen, tablet is definitely stuff. the second screen experience. Yeah. yeah. Slash phone. Yeah. It's but. a weird one because if you look at, I mean, I'm looking at the way that I live my life now technologically. I've got two televisions. I've <laughs> But even when I even when I didn't have two televisions, I you know I'm regularly playing a game on one thing, and I've got like a TV show going on another. Everyone just kind of splits their time these days. You know, you've got people watching television every night, and they're tweeting, and they're you know, or they're on social media, or they're doing this, they're doing that. It's that's kind of the way yeah, things true. are going. So it's kind of odd that gaming hasn't really followed suit. To be honest, it's a bit strange. I guess so, but you. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these games try and do it within the game, like um, with like online updates and features, and like they've all got. I mean, not Twitter integration, but I mean, like the PlayStation and Xbox have got those features built into them, kind of thing. And it's worth and noting Xbox, as well. I think you can split the screen. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it can do like picture-in-picture type stuff, can't it? Yeah. I think the the bottom line with games as well is that there is no more demanding a media than video games. Like they really do require all of your attention if you're playing them. Whereas if you're watching television, you can kind of look away and just get the gist uh, and yeah, not because TV and shit you won't anyway. die. <laughs> so. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I just think uh, I think things would be different for PlayStation at least if Sony had pushed the Vita like I think they should have done. Yeah, it's a fantastic system, that. and it could have kickstarted things in that regard, and and you know that's how that's how things progress. But it hasn't been the case. Gibbons. So yeah. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode forty-eight of the jfg podcast Yay, uh i made it thanks so much for joining us you uh you were briefly <laughs> no interrupted by babby but you were back in no time and uh yeah babby was silent even when interrupting you which is you know gives some sort of idea of how important the babby considers the podcast i think oh indeed she knows she knows the script <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah fucking it went quite smooth buddy not bad at all so uh, we're well now that we've done this we're only one episode away from episode 50 so we're going to have to think of something good to do then probably call it a day I reckon <laughs> yes game over <laughs> yeah I mean we've done that that'll do wicked <laughs> but, I think it's also worth uh, noting that um I'm I'm pretty sure if my calculations are correct that next week's episode uh, will publish on our birthday, our one year birthday of the podcast. Fuck! So we've got to do something for that as well. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll, we'll think of something. Probably not much. It'll be roughly the same. <laughs> I'd imagine so. <laughs> more than likely, it will be the same. But yeah, I've, I've had a I've had a lovely time, buddy, talking about computer games. I'm looking forward to getting into more single player games this week, and uh, hopefully on Friday I might get like a whole day of just playing games because I I have no children in the house, so that'd be good. Oh, that'd be lovely, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like it. Christmas but, all uh, over again. 
I don't know what to play. I don't know what to spend all my time on. But I'll probably finish off um, Uncharted. Yeah. I, I won't be on for game night this week, of course. I probably won't either. No, and neither <laughs> will PJ. He's taking me on a date, buddy. Fuck, what? <laughs> PJ's got tickets to the Six Nations. Me and him are going to Cardiff on Friday night to watch Wales France in the rugby. Fucking road trip, buddy. Gibbons. Nice, I like it. going to drive me about while Sounds I get good. shit hammered, buddy. That's the, <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that's what you want. Nice, man. Well, either way, thanks so much for joining us, buddy. And uh, thank you all very, very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. Uh, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. On Twitter, we are at the JFG podcast. Uh, our YouTube has yet to be properly set up. We've kind of been screwed over there a little bit in that YouTube assigned us a URL and now won't let me change it. So uh, Yay. I'm, I think we'll probably end up creating a new YouTube, to be honest, but we'll see. We'll see on that one. Um, SoundCloud, we are just for gamers. Uh, and we're also on Google+, Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Uh, until next week, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. I'm off to sleep now. Goodbye. Be a beautiful thing. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Have a cracking one, buddies. Goodbye. The black gas is over my face. No longer can I see. But when I'm dead and buried, dear Lord, remember me. My name is John. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Let me see my